0: The question I'm about to ask is so easy, I want to clarify at the outset that it is not intended to insult your intelligence. Here it is. Which is larger, the sun up in the sky or my fob? Anyone who has learned anything about the sun certainly knows the correct answer to that easy question. But if we were all toddlers or youngsters who had not yet learned about our solar system, it's entirely possible that the answer given would be that, well, the fob is a little bit larger. After all, I can completely block out the entire sun if I just hold it really close to my eye. To say that this is larger than the sun in the sky, however, would be to reveal a lack of perspective, a loss of understanding about how things really are. And that very same loss of perspective or lack of understanding is something which can very easily be seen in our own lives when we compare the size of our problems with the size of our God. That can happen to us just as it happened to the Apostle Peter one dark and blustery night. When Jesus was walking on water toward his disciples that evening, at night, Peter saw him and said, Lord, if it is you, tell me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter came down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they came into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Surely you are the Son of God. Consider some of the similarities between the sun up in the sky and Jesus, the Son of God. The sun is the center of the physical universe around which everything else revolves. Jesus is also a center, but of everything, everywhere. We're told that by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are on earth, in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Secondly, the sun in the sky is a great source of energy, as is Jesus. Scripture ascribes to Jesus glorious power, with which it says nothing is impossible. And of course, just as the physical sun gives physical light, so also does Jesus give the needed spiritual light, saying simply, I am the light of the world. The sun in the sky and the Son of God are similar in these ways, but it is their dissimilarities that are especially striking. The sun in the sky pales by comparison with the glory of Christ. It is inanimate. He is living. He is the creator, not just a creation. And he stands ready to lend his assistance and help, no matter what the hour. In the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them Walking on the sea. In the middle of the night, the sun appeared. The powerful Son of God approached his friends, and as he had done many times before, he reassuringly put his great power on display. Peter said to him, Lord, if it is you, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, Come. And when Peter came out of the boat, he walked on the water. To go to Jesus. The power of Christ enabled Peter to do the miraculous. He caused Peter to beat insurmountable, seemingly insurmountable odds. He suspended the laws of nature to enable Peter to approach him. And Christians have been walking on water ever since. Not physically, as Peter did that night, but figuratively. Through the ages, The Lord has enabled his people to succeed in the midst of tremendous difficulties. Perhaps you have heard seasoned Christians look back and marvel at how the Lord pulled them through difficult situations when tangible signs of support seem to liquefy beneath them. Jesus uses his unparalleled power to preserve his own. Yet... Something in our text went wrong. All at once, Peter began to sink. He found himself surrounded by waves and was soon calling out to be rescued. What happened? Well, he allowed a problem to block his vision of the power of Christ. When he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. The towering waves caused by the vicious winds were an awesome sight. And Peter momentarily concluded that the power of those waves was greater than the power of his Jesus. Even as a young son, a young child might conclude that this fob is actually larger than the sun. And that's what can happen to us. We can find ourselves focusing more intently on that problem that's right before us to the extent that we lose perspective. We lose an awareness of how much greater Christ's power is than the problem, thereby losing proper perspective and forfeiting peace of mind. Imagine how worry-free life could be if instead we would look at the supreme power of our Lord and friend. Paul assures us that he is the one who loves us and is able even to subdue all things unto himself. And to emphasize the fact that nothing is outside of his control, we're told that Jesus is far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. If we were able to place this little fob next to the sun, we'd see that there's absolutely no comparison when it comes to the difference in strength and size. So, that's the case with our problems when we place them next to the Lord and compare their actual size and the greatness of Christ's power, we can see that nothing is too big for him to handle with ease. From the forces of nature, which so often fill the headlines, to the leaders of the world who so often seem to get away with murder, to the pandemics that show up now and then and cause such havoc, to our own personal difficulties and distresses, All their strength pulled together is absolutely minute compared with the magnificence of the Lord. The one who enabled Peter to walk on the sea is the one who is in control of the wave which seemed to threaten him. And he retains that power over all things, even right now. At times it may be his will that difficulties and distresses are allowed to come into our lives Just as he did allow this very same Peter to be bound later in life and taken where he didn't want to go, Peter experienced a martyr's death. At other times, the Lord may decide there will be smooth sailing. In either case, he remains perfect and wise in all his decisions, only allowing difficulties to occur if they somehow will benefit his people, his church. Isaiah assures us that the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save the only real problem that can arise is what Jesus diagnosed on the Sea of Galilee as a weakness of faith. Immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught Peter and said to him, why did you doubt? And when they came into the boat, the wind ceased. There's never any basis to doubt Christ's love or control. In him, we have every reason to be perfectly calm, even if storms are swirling all around us. So may the Spirit enable us to keep a proper perspective as we compare our own storms with the power of Christ. And may the Spirit strengthen faith, faith in the one for whom our problems are no problem. We sing of his willingness to aid in the form of hymn 427, stanzas 1, 4, and 7, stanzas 1, 4, and 7 of hymn 427.